Skittles. <laughs> I love me some Skittles. I'm eating Starburst. Yeah, you were eating Skittles. The other day, um, my boss keeps putting out candy, like... For little children? No. <laughs> for people to take, because he, like, sits out in the middle of our work area now. Okay. And my coworker was having a bad day, and he picked up this little double Skittle packages. It's like, if I get two yellows, I'm just going to start breaking stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. It was two pinks, and he was happy. <laughs> do, do you pick your colors? Do you have to have, like, equal amounts of the colors in your hand before you eat them? Or do you eat I'm them I'm not talking about skills, I'm talking about Starburst. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Yeah. But he was having such a bad day, he said, like, if, if the two Starbursts in the pack were, you know, yellow-yellow, he yeah. would have lost his mind. Pink's the best one. Yeah, he got a double pink. Well, that's that's a lucky day. Uh-huh. But do you do that, like, with M&Ms and stuff? Do you have to have equal color amounts, or do you eat them one by one, or do you just don't give a crap and I, just shove it all in your mouth? For Skittles, I eat two at a time. But what if they're I do both flavor the same? combinations. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, yeah. pretty good stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to eat full packs of Skittles and, like, the whole thing at once, and it makes you so spitty. That I used to be able to, like, I looked it up and I almost broke the Guinness World Record for spit long distance spitting. But they used tobacco and I was using Skittles. And I was well, like. Well, it's got more weight to it, though. So we'll fly farther one. Tobacco would. Tobacco or Skittles would? I don't know. All I know is I was, I was like an inch and a half short of hitting the record. You are really serious about this. I was. I was 17. It was on the stairs at the lunchroom. I measured it out with my feet. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's that's good. It was it was tool. it was very it was very close, and it was going downstairs. Did you like call them and they were like, "I measured with my feet." No, no, but I did look up the record, and I was so darn close. And this is before the internet, so you had to use books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> books. To look up stuff. <laughs> Ridiculous. My uh, my coworker also told me he was at Subway and like the wall phone ring, you know, with the cord on it. The wall phone. You know, like they have like the old phones on the wall, like the uh. landline phone ring. And the kid answered it that works at Subway. He was like, "God, I'm so tired of this ringtone. Can't we just change it?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "You don't know how those work, do you?" <laughs> That's ridiculous. The ringtone on the oh, old landline phone. I wonder what he'd do at a rotary phone. He'd just stare at it. I don't understand this thing! to episode 30 of the Press Continue Podcast. I'm your host, Adam. I'm your host, Brittany. And today we are talking about the only guy that has defeated Chuck Norris. It was Adam Yuskis. Yes. <laughs> it was my bad breath <laughs> that knocked him out instantly. And then he smelled my feet and went to twitching. Went to it was twitching. Bruce Lee, okay, but... Yeah, Bruce Lee. That was a big deal that he beat Chuck Norris? It was. Because it was obviously scripted, right? Well, if you look, even even the, the memes out there that the only person 
cooler than Chuck Norris is Bruce Lee. I like Bruce Lee, that, but I'm not trying to say that I don't. I'm just thinking. That was the same they movie. They should have really fought. Real that was life. the same movie that um, he also beat Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> <laughs> the basketball star. I've, I've seen stills of that. I never watched that movie. But... Yeah, that guy was tall as hell. His <laughs> foot was like as big as half of Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty ridiculous. Was it cool? Cool to watch? Um, I I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> that was a long time ago when I saw that. So we're doing the Bruce Lee video game here, huh? Yeah. It yeah. was uh, originally released in 1984. And, um, okay, so this is a show, this, this game, this show, I have to dedicate to my brother. Okay. Okay. Because for one, since we started this podcast almost a year ago, my brother has been telling me, do Bruce Lee, do Bruce Lee. We used to play Bruce Lee all the time on the Commodore 64. You need to do a show about Bruce Lee. So here you go, Joe. Now shut the hell up. (laughs) I love you. Yeah. So, yeah, Commodore 64 in 1984. Storyline. Go, Brittany. Bruce Lee is advancing from chamber to chamber in a wizard's tower, seeking to claim infinite wealth and the secret of immortality. There are 20 chambers in the tower, so 20 screens to oh, get through. Wait, that was it. There are 20 chambers <laughs> no, in the it. tower. That was it. That was it. That was it. Just that one line. Oh, okay. See, back then, storylines were really... Really detailed and, and long and that not. it takes one whole sentence to sum up everything. <laughs> so, yeah, I find it weird that Bruce Lee is going after some evil wizard in a tower to for riches and immortality. That doesn't sound very doesn't uh, sound like Bruce, Bruce Lee, Lee at all. And, okay, I have to say, I heart Bruce Lee. I love Bruce Lee. Like, I do. For reals. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, when I played this game, I was like, oh, Bruce Lee. He's amazing and the greatest. Right. So when he couldn't punch or kick anyone or kill anything. No. He does have punchy, kicky moves. Yeah, but you basically couldn't do it or you die. It's like, no. This is Bruce Lee. I want his kicks to land and kill things. Flying kicks. Yeah. I I did the flying kick and then the guy was like, whatevs. (laughs) Uh, you have to hit him a few no. times before he this dies. This is Bruce Lee. He doesn't punch you once and your head caves in and he's done. Yes, he does. <laughs> sure. Yeah, well, I was pretty disappointed with the punchy kickies. Okay. Well, and the character looks, I mean, exactly like Bruce Lee. It's, you know, black pants, black hair, and everything else in between is yellow. <laughs> oh, and then he had black fists. <laughs> so it's a very detailed character for 1984. Yeah, I mean, I guess that was cool for 84, but... You just run through collecting lanterns. Which defeats an evil wizard. Yeah, but <laughs> this has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, it's a, yeah. you have to go... Okay, so you go from screen to screen, which there are 20 screens in this tower, okay, that you have to get through. And to advance, like we were saying, you have to collect the lanterns, which when you collect the lanterns on the screens, a door will open up, and then you can go to the next screen... Or it opens up, you know, different ways through to the next part of the level to collect more lanterns. Uh-huh. So somehow these lanterns are connected to the doors. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I never understood how it works. All I know is you had to collect things to get through the game. I didn't even know they were lanterns when I was a kid. But you start 
in like an outside area, like you're in like a dojo, <clears throat> and you're connecting, collecting these lanterns outside, while these two guys are chasing you. You got the uh, green-looking sumo, sumo wrestler, wrestler. Mm -hmm. which his name was uh, Yamo. No, it wasn't. Yeah, he's called the Green Yamo. <laughs> you're good he's green. When he hits the screen, he puts out a big, fat guy yawn, and then comes after you. Um, and then the other guy that's chasing you is this little squirrely ninja. Um, it's just a thing in, like, all black. And, uh, they're both trying to beat you up as you're getting these lanterns and running around. They don't even show up in every screen, but they show up in some of the screens. I thought they did. I don't know. They Not all of them. So, because this is like a, like, you got the action part of it with the fighting... And then you have the platforming of going through the other levels to get to traverse through, like, the mazes and things like that. This is one of the first games that was, like, a mix of two genres. That's kind of why Bruce Lee is a big deal. Platformer and kicking Platformer punchy. and fighting game. Hardly kicking punchy, but... Mixed together. And that's that's the complaint, is they were like, this is hardly a kicky punchy game. It's more of a platformer. Yeah, it should have been more of, like, a, a, a fighting game. I think right. if you're going to put Bruce Lee's name on it. Right. That's why I was frustrated. Yeah, it's not really a fighting oh game. It's more an, an adventure game. Mm -hmm. So, what I thought was kind of neat, though, is that the uh, the ninja that you fight, though, according to some of the manuals, because this game has come out on many different platforms, whenever you kill one of the ninjas, it's not the same ninja that keeps respawning. It's another ninja that's back to, like, avenge that ninja. But it looks just like the last They ninja. look exactly the same. But it's his brother, I guess. Sure. Something I learned, too, is that uh, you can play the original game two-player. Mm -hmm. um, it's either two-player alternating. So mm -hmm. you go, then I go, then you go, then I go. Mm -hmm. Alternating. What the Skittles do? Oh. And the, or you can both play at the same time, mm -hmm. where player one is Bruce Lee and player two is Yamo. The uh, the other thing. So one player is... Is Yamo helping you, or is he hurting you? No, he's hurting you. Well, I guess you could play either way. Because the, what, what I thought was neat was that the enemies can actually hurt each other. Mm -hmm. So if they're trying to punch you, they can punch each other instead. You can line that up. Oh. Or like when they fall down from one of the platforms, they actually fall on top of the other guy. Same way they can fall on top of you. So that was... Uh, I never thought of playing it that way. Yeah, we'll give it a shot. We should try it. Yeah, maybe. Once you get past that, that first part outside the castle and you get those first three screens down and, and you go down inside, that's when the game gets real. <laughs> it just got real. Yeah, that's when you get, you're you dealing with like these weird energy bolt things that you can't touch because you instantly die. Yeah, I saw you dying. Ugh. And, uh, and, and like if they even touch like your pinky toe, you're dead. I didn't see it hit you twice when you died and I thought that was a little... Right. I called foul. Cheap shots. Cheap shots. <laughs> 
Um, and then uh, you get a couple more rooms in, and there's like exploding floor lightning. It's it, yeah, know. it's like running across the bottom of the screen. Yeah, you, you'll like run across, but you'll have one of the guys chasing you, and you run over it, and they get hit by the exploding floor lightning and die. So anything that'll kill you will also kill the uh, the guys chasing you. So that's that's that makes it fair. I think that was smart that they made it fair. You climb like weird pink stuff that's like flowing from the ceiling. This is all in the original version of it. It's like weird pink stuff. I think it's vines or something. Yeah, I don't know. It looked it looked weird. And maybe it's the uh, the slime from Ghostbusters too. Because you are on the ground. <laughs> and then that weird floor energy pulse thing, which uh, which has always been the hardest thing. I know the second I got into it, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna die. What it is is it's like this like little dot that's just running across the bottom of the screen, and you have to, of course, run to the other side of it and jumping over it as it's, as it's coming at you, like a pulse. Like a pulse. Like a pulse. What else would you call that? Mm, yeah, it was like electricity or something. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I don't know what that was. I kept dying at it. That's why I always die. lose all my lives. You didn't die. I did. Not the, on that. The second one, I died. I got the first one down after I died twice, then I got the second one and I died a bunch more times and I was game over. Well, well. Yeah, I played this game a lot when I was a kid on the Commodore 64. And then I recently found it again. Um, this We talk about a lot of free games for, for our people that listen to us. Mm-hmm. You guys get a lot of free stuff. Because now this is another free game that you can get. Because they remade it, somebody remade it, and they called it the Ultimate Bruce Lee some of the differences with the ultimate Bruce Lee is that, uh, what was it? They changed some of the graphics. They updated the graphics so you can play it the original way. We played like one of the updated remake versions of mm-hmm. it. And, and then the, the trippy one. The trippy like Tron version yeah. of it, which your eyes I, can't, I can't really handle. Deal with that. And, uh, as you play it though, you can unlock even more versions of it. So there's unlockables. Um, but it's a free download that you can get. This game came out in 2008 and was made by three guys for something called a Retro Remix Contest. Uh, I couldn't even find find much information about this Retro Remix Contest, but somehow they made this and we got a free game, so who cares. <laughs> um, so I'll put a link on how to download this game for free, too, because it's uh, I think it's worth playing and trying. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. Maybe I had too high of expectations being Bruce Lee is great and the video game was meh. Yeah. That and you don't seem to like platformers very much either. I do like platformers. It just has to like catch my attention for some reason. That and the controls. I do, the I controls do like are a little games funky. with more story. I don't know why. Maybe I would have liked those old ones you're talking about last episode with all the text. Like, <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Return to Zork. <laughs> <laughs> when it was a text adventure. No, but the controls are kind of weird. Because there's not really a jump button. There's a punch-kick button. Yeah. And then to jump, you have to push up. Maybe it's the old platformers I don't like because of those... The controls. Yeah. I do yell about the controls quite a bit. Yeah. Well, they only had one button back then. Yeah, no, and it's... I understand it's old. You know, it's cool for its day. Right. I'm just not that good. This is gaming history, though. Yeah. Awesome. History. Yeah. Everyone should try Bruce Lee. 
at least once. They should. Pay your specs, yo. Word. So if you had to rate uh, Bruce Lee, what kind of rating would you give it? I'd give it five hearts. Five hearts? Mm-hmm. Red ones. Red ones? Mm-hmm. Beating? No. Mm. Like Zelda hearts. Okay. I would give it, if I had to rate it, I would give it two punches and a kick. There weren't that many punches and kicks in that game. <laughs> <laughs> and those are two face punches and a roundhouse kick. Uh, I was thinking like shin kick. Nope. Roundhouse. No. <laughs> okay. To the throat. Awesome. Mm. It's Bruce Lee. Yeah. Don't mess around. <laughs> beat up Chuck Norris. <laughs> Scripted. So, Brittany, uh-huh. what have you been watching on TV? Uh, not much. Um, but I, I'm kind of excited for some movies. Movies? Yeah. What movies? Well, there's one that's out right now, and it, I think it was, it looks like it was released in 2014, but I, it's in the theaters right now, so I don't know what that means, but <laughs> it's called What We Do in the Shadows. Have you seen the previews for that? Um, no. Well, it's got Jermaine Clement. And uh, I don't know if it's Rise or Reese Darby from Flight of the Concords. Did you ever watch that show on uh, HBO? Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about, love, but I never watched love, it. Love, love that show. It's got really dry humor. Some people are just like, no. But I love it. It makes me laugh so hard. And uh, the movie is about a bunch of vampires that have a reality show because they're all roommates. <laughs> okay. But they're all like old vampires. You know, they were like made like centuries ago. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's just their lives living in modern times so you'll have to check it out it's hilarious what's it called again uh what we do in the shadows and it's a movie or a show it's a movie okay it's filmed like a reality tv show of vampires that live together and are are they like young aged old vampires or are they old age old vampires they are probably in their 30s okay you know like when they got turned okay (laughs) And they stayed that age. Yes. Okay. They're not like, mm, back in my day. No. We used to jump women in the shadows and <laughs> suck on her neck. No. They're like in their 30s, but yeah, okay. it's pretty funny. And they also want to see Chappie. Chappie. The robot thing? Yeah. Do you totally Johnny Five? That was not Johnny Five. It looks like... Johnny no, Five no, no. on steroids. It's um, from the director and uh, writer that did District 9 and Elysium. Oh, you like both of those movies anyway. I, well, I like District 9 a lot. Yeah. Um, Neil Blomkamp. I think he's from New... Oh, no. He's from South Africa. Okay. But um, <clears throat> it's got Hugh Jackman in it. And then there's an actress, um, Yolandi Visser, who's also in it. And she's got crazy hair in the movie. I don't know if you've seen the preview, but she's got like short hair on top and long in the back. It's really, really makes her look kind of crazy. Does she have a mullet then? Kind of like a mullet. It's just weird. Or is it like layered? It's layered. It's really, really weird haircut. And I was like, that's an interesting haircut for a character in a movie. That's her real hair in real life. So that's what drew you to the movie was, hmm, this robot looks dumb, but that haircut? The robot looks great. Um, But yeah, I'm kind of intrigued by this woman. Um, She's a... Uh, in a band, I guess. All right. Called Diane Wood. Um, but yeah, she, she's really 
I don't know. What is it about? It, it, I'm assuming that she has like bleach blonde hair too. It's bleach blonde. It's she's really pale, and she, her hair looks crazy <laughs> in the movie, and it's her real life hair. So what is it with singers lately and having like stupid weird hairstyles? Who else? Like who's that? That one where you never see her face and she sings oh, chandelier. Sia? Yeah. Um, she's got stupid, super white blonde hair, big hair, so you can never see her face. And now you're talking about this girl that's in a well, band with crazy bleached out hair. Well, Sia, I've liked for like over ten years, and you used to be able to see her face. She looked normal. But I think she was having bad experiences, she said, with um, like paparazzi and things like that, or publicity, mm-hmm. that she just decided to stop being photographed. So mm-hmm. that's her, her own thing. So instead, she'd rather have the paparazzi chase that little girl that dances all weird for her. <laughs> Real nice. Real nice. I don't think they're chasing her, but... And then, um... Our uh, friends at uh, Almost Better Than Silence... Yes? They put up a little, uh... Video, or trailer for the Adam Sandler movie, Pixels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we put up a trailer for that, too. You did? A link for that. I yeah. sure did. What do you think about that? I think it looks like Adam Sandler needs to stop making movies. I think so too. <laughs> I think it looks horrible. I think it's a it's an interesting concept, but I think that it's going to be like be a really disaster. seem really forced. It the story is going to be horrible. Just yeah. horrible. But the gimmick behind it is pretty good. Like if that was like a half hour show, yeah, but Sitting there for like an hour and a half to two hours, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I don't know. It it just, it looks bad. No, I do like the movie posters for it, where That's they have like Donkey Kong up like King Kong throwing barrels at planes and stuff like that, and uh, you know, the shadow of Pac-Man going across the city, like, you know, pixels are coming. It just doesn't make and sense stuff like either. That. Just... Well, did you, did you see the storyline behind yes, this? Yes, I did. And it's, I understand what they're going with, but at the same time, I... I don't. Just, I don't know. Yeah. I'm very skeptical about this movie. I'm not going to see it in a theater. That's for sure. Mm. I'm not going to spend eleven dollars to go, or however much it is to go to the movies now. I'm not going to spend fifty bucks for a ticket to to go see Pixels. <laughs> Pixels. Yeah. Seems like the fatter Adam Sandler gets, the the worse he gets. Or is it just because he's getting old and lazy? Maybe it's just because he's old and he's got kids. Like his humor. It's just PG now, and... Well, look at Eddie Murphy. I was just talking about Eddie Murphy the other day, where, I mean, you look at how Eddie Murphy started, you know, totally foul-mouthed whatever, and now he's, like, voicing every Pixar cartoon there is. Yeah. Well, that's where the money is, I guess. I guess. You got kids. You can't be terrible. You know, you can't be like Madonna and... It went from Mother <laughs> Effer and mo- this, Mother Effer that, to, I'm Donkey! I mean... <laughs> I'm Donkey! What? Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. Okay. I um, saw the little uh, cartoon before Cinderella for the little Frozen short cartoon okay. that they're putting in front of all the Cinderella movies mm-hmm. now. And uh, it was pretty silly. I like Hans. Uh, not Hans. I like, uh, what's the snowman? What's the snowman's name? Olaf? Yeah, I like Olaf. So, I like Frozen. So, uh, and I like the, the golem, the snow golem uh-huh. from the Frozen movie. I think that's uh-huh. one of the coolest characters in a long time that I've seen. I wish they would do more with the snow golem. 
out of the Frozen movie. But the little Frozen short before Cinderella is like five minutes, and it's uh, it's worth a watch. Do you like the movie Frozen? Yeah, surprisingly, I was I was surprised that I liked it. Yeah, like I don't know why people hate on it so bad. It's because everybody says it's Frozen. It's for girls. Or that it was like totally played out, maybe. Well, people get sick of hearing, do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> so, you get, I don't know. Anything Disney, somebody always hates it. Yeah. Um, so I watched that little five-minute cartoon, and that was uh, <clears throat> that was worth five minutes. And then they announced that they're officially making Frozen 2 the movie. Oh, is that why they're doing little shorts? Sure. And to get people to go see Cinderella, I think. Which I've heard... Was okay. Yeah, heard from who? Girls are gonna like it. I heard it from girls at work. They yeah. said it was eh, but you know it was it was nothing really new about Cinderella. But um, but yeah, they announced that they're gonna make Frozen two. I don't know where they're gonna go with that storyline. They sure as hell are gonna make a lot of money off of it. Yeah, I'm sure. Because everybody's gonna go see it. found some a website called retroachievements.org um what that is is they give you okay everybody knows about the emulation scene where you mm -hmm. can emulate old video game systems on your computer and play whatever game out there mm -hmm. okay well this one if you download their emulators and play those old games it connects to the internet and it gives you achievements for playing these games okay so they added achievements to like Old school Nintendo games and Super Nintendo so what games. What do you get? You get points. And you do what with them? Same thing you do with any other achievements. You put your name on it? You sit with there with points. <laughs> and you look like you did something. <clears throat> so I thought that was pretty interesting. I heard that the um, the emulators, though, are like based on older versions of the emulators. So they're a little bit flaky for certain games. Mm -hmm. But I think it's kind of a neat idea to have that... Um, that community together where you can be like, hey, you know, I got all these achievements on this game. or Rank each other. Yeah, have the ranking. It, it, it makes the old games new again by having those achievements. So I thought, I thought that was kind of cool and something worth checking out. Again, that's retroachievements.org. Something I don't, I, I don't really care about myself, but it's news. Um, the old game Clay Fighter, which came out for Super Nintendo back... Whenever it was back when all ev yeah everybody was making fighting <laughs> games because it was Street Fighter Two and Mortal Kombat was big and they made Clay Fighter which was kind of like a kids version where all the characters were made out of claymation mm -hmm. and um, it's just a fighting game. Um, they're coming out with a Clay Fighter remastered in 2016, so they're like updating it all, whatever. I guess trying to make a shitty game relevant again. 
who know? I don't know why they pick Clay Fighter. But, Maybe they don't understand what people like. Uh, they're they're ch- I I don't I don't get it. Anyway, that's enough about Clay Fighter. <laughs> and then I stumbled across this thing. It's something called Sword Coast Legends. Uh, what that is is a game that's coming out that kind of looks like that Diablo style, three fourths view, you know RPG type game. Mm-hmm. But what the deal is is that it's based on the newest Dungeons and Dragons rules. Okay. And um, what's happening is you can either play it single player, multiplayer, whatever. But the levels that you're playing are created by people. So it's like like a dungeon master. You got the there, dungeon. Yeah. You got the dungeon master, and you can be actively changing the dungeon as the other people are going through it. So it's like you can have one person as a dungeon master controlling the dungeon, and then like four or five other people running through your dungeon in a video game form. Hmm. It it the concept reminded me of when we talked about Fable Three back when we were talking what was it E three twenty fourteen show where you had one person as a DM and all the characters running through. It's pretty cool looking. I like the I like the idea of it. Sounds interesting. <clears throat> and the I mean the the graphics look good. The um, the gameplay looks good. It looks like something that will catch on with all the D and D people. Because I know that too. Like I have friends still back in Chicago that want to play D and D, and doing that through Skype. I don't know how much fun that would be, but doing it as a video game like that would be pretty cool. Let's check it out. So, again, all this stuff, I'm going to put links, like I always do, on our website, um, on our Facebook page. So make sure you follow us on those, subscribe to our show, all that good stuff. Tumblr. Yeah, Tumblr. What else are we on? Twitter. (laughs) Yeah, Twitter. You thought I was going to say titter. (laughs) I did. You did say it. (laughs) Um, And I'm a child, so I laughed at that. Uh, what else are we on? That's it, isn't it? I think so. Oh, iTunes. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to all those things. At least our show on something, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, um, so that you're always up with our new shows. We're trying to stay up with new shows, too, to get a better release schedule for you guys and get shows out on a more regular basis. So we've been doing pretty good this this month. Cool. So we'll keep that up. Yeah, keep it up. Yeah. 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 Um, I got a couple things. What? I played um an iOS game called Monument Valley. Oh yeah, I forgot about our. It was wait, so fun. This is our new segment. What? Our oh. new segment of what's Brittany playing? Yeah. Well, it didn't take me very long to play this game, but it was so beautifully done, and it was so fun to watch, and I just really, really like this game. What? Well, tell us what it is. It's called Monument Valley. Well, what it's, what does that mean? What's what what do you do in this game? It's a puzzle game. Okay. And um you just get this little character through different puzzles. Okay. There was 10 levels. Only 10 levels? Yeah. So it's short. Yeah, it's about an hour. Okay. worth of gameplay and uh but it's just visually awesome. You'd really really like it, I think. What are these mazes like? The mazes are like kind You're of... You're teasing rem- me. Give me more. Kind of reminded me of Escher paintings. 
I don't, know like, what that, I don't know what that means. Well, in the movie Labyrinth, you know, with uh, David Bowie. Yes. In the scene where there's staircases and you're, you know, she comes up one way and the baby's coming down the other. Oh, okay. That's like Escher-esque. Okay. And so there's no gravity. Yeah, there's no gravity. And there's puzzles you're having to, like, find your way up to the top of a building when you're at the bottom and the staircases are upside down. You gotta, like, kind of find your way up there. Hmm. So it was really, really, really cool to play. Sounds like it would make your brain hurt. It did a little bit. We were playing. <laughs> in the, we went to visit um, an arcade in South Carolina. We did. And as we were driving, I was trying to play, but looking down at this and the movement, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna yak. This Ugh. is not working out." But yeah, yeah, I did have a lot of fun playing that. So then you handed it to to Norm, and to he nerve. was like, "Yeah," and he's just like, "Hmm, yeah, I'm already." <laughs> I've had this phone in my for hand five for minutes. five minutes and I'm already on level nine. Well, yeah, I said it took me an hour. Uh, it, took, <laughs> it might not take everyone that long, but um, I also have uh, uh, announcements not game related, but Free Comic Book Day is Saturday, May second. Already? Yep. Seems like that I just happened about a year ago. Suggest going early because last year I went later and there was like hardly anything left. Yeah. So. Yeah, I remember you got like crappy comics like. Uh, Mega Man and Spongebob yeah, I was and like, some kind of weird... But on Saturday, you don't want to get up early, but... I don't want to get up early free ever. comic books, I think you should go. It, it was fun. We still got cake. And well, that's... Stuff it. I got comics at the comic book free store. Cake. So. Free, free cake. Free cake. <laughs> we got there late. No cake. No cake. <laughs> So yeah, get there early. Get a lot of there's up to a hundred free comics, I oh. think. So you're gonna go? Yeah, I'm gonna go. Okay. Again. Well, then you'll have to show me the website so I can tell you what to pick up for me. Uh, no, you're gonna go too. No, I have to work. No, you can take off a few hours. Mmm. Mmm. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Maybe we'll do an on location show. Yeah. That would be do pretty it. awesome. Maybe people will think we're nuts. Well, who cares? Maybe maybe we'll get. Uh, so we'll do some some uh, autographs and stuff. I don't know. Get autographs from people that are famous. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll sign our own stuff and be like, "See that? See that? I got my signature." So okay, tune in next week. Or the next week? Wait, it yeah. should be next week. What are you saying? I don't know. Tune in next week <laughs> where the gaming never ends as long as you press, press continue. continue. Beep beep. I don't know what that is. I don't know either. It's robot voice. It's a robot for bye. <laughs> bye.